members of the OG army, get those wallets unfolded. Coming up next on the other ground live stage, prepare for an eargasm by Passive J and Big Dalton. Well, good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J, that's Big Dalton over there. Say hello, Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, it is July the 10th. It is a Friday, and that means I am two claws deep and ready for shenanigans. <laughs> well, that is excellent. I see the OG army is forming up in the chat box. Always glad to see you guys here. How'd your day go, sir? Uh, it was kind of a long fucking day. I um, was able to get off call about a half hour ago, so I had a little bit of time to actually you know, decompress before this shit today. How about you there, Jay? Uh, not a bad day. Uh, um, let me think about it. Yeah, no, it was actually pretty good. I didn't have much in the way of stomach issues, which always makes it a good day. Uh, work wasn't too bad. We had a really nasty thunderstorm roll in right around 1 o'clock, uh, which uh, made the inside of our clubhouse be used for basically the first time since we've been open. Uh, we've had really good weather like that. If uh, you like hot, 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 and dry. Um basically since we've been open they've been able to eat outside for lunch and dinner every fucking day uh, and this is the first time we've had any kind of substantial weather and it was pretty st substantial for about five or ten minutes it's rained like a motherfucker uh, and it was windy it like uh it did something i hadn't really seen before uh we have something in the center of the uh, country club called the fountain court it's surrounded on all four uh sides by the country club but it's open to, uh but it's open to the top, and as you might have guessed, it has a fountain in it. Uh, and they, we set up tables for lunch there and occasionally dinner. Um, and it's nice because the top of it's screened in. They have like you know, wooden beams going across it, and we have these screens uh, that you put uh, that you basically put on top of the wooden beams that a screen in the entire uh, uh, top of it, so that you don't get bugs in there. And uh, for the first time, it was so fucking windy it blew like a couple of them into the air and down into the uh, fountain court. So. Luckily, uh, nobody uh, was using the fountain court at the time because it started raining like a motherfucker like two minutes before that. But it was quite the exciting time. Yeah, sounds like it. Nothing like <laughs> uh, some awesome, terrible weather. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I, you know, it's interesting while you're watching it. But generally speaking, I don't want it around because, you know, I, obviously I don't want people's uh, property or lives to be fucked up. And if nothing else, uh, it makes driving home a pain in the ass afterwards. Uh, you know, a couple of lights were out and there's branches in the road here and there. Uh, I, I got home. Okay. It wasn't a big deal. Mostly because I leave uh, early enough now that, uh, there's not a ton of traffic going on. Uh, you know, I, I leave at four, not five. It makes a big difference. Um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's never fun. And you never know which lights going to be out. The reason it wasn't a big deal is because they were minor lights. I could, cross a couple major fucking traffic intersections and if those lights are out it's, it's going to take you like a half hour just to get through that light if you're lucky yeah traffic fuck that kind of glad i don't have to deal with it for another god what month and a half yeah yeah traffic's just a drag we end up spending so much of our life driving to places we don't really want to go to and then driving away from them as fast as we can. If you, I don't know about you, but for me, it's always the afternoon drive. That's always more frustrating to me because I go in so early fucking there's no traffic at all in the morning. Uh, and part, so part of it is obviously there's a lot more traffic in the afternoon and part of it's just, you know, I'm done with the fucking day. I just want to go home. So it seems like everything takes longer. Everyone's fucking slower. Everyone doesn't know how the fuck to drive. When in reality, most of it's probably me just being done with dealing with people for the day. Yeah, it's all your own neuroses. <laughs> oh, I'm sure part of it is the fact that uh, people are fucking idiots on the road. And it's weird because, you know, you'll drive. Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's it's all in your head, Jay. All in your head. <laughs> it's weird because I drive uh, not a lot of miles, but it's a lot. It's a lot of time because of uh, the other traffic and the fact that, uh, um, without disclosing too much about uh, where I live and work, there aren't any highways between where I work and where I live, and it's about seventeen miles. So you wouldn't think it'd be much of a trip, but almost all of it is, or actually all of it is surface streets, and most of it's uh, like thirty-five or to 40 uh there's no roads that i drive on that go oh, oh i'm sorry there's one road that i drive on that goes 45 for about a mile before i turn onto another road that goes 40 uh, so the 17 miles takes a fair amount of time because you're not going that fast oh i'm yeah, sorry I, I, it sounds amazing 
Well, I'm sorry. I, I forgot. That I remember the second half of that point. So the point being, I I'm on the road a fair bit. You'd be surprised at how often you get behind the same motherfucker. <laughs> I remember, like this week. I've been behind the exact same guy three times. Uh, I'm like, how the fuck does that? Oh, I'm sorry. Two times this week and one time last week. My apologies. Uh, how the fuck does that happen? <laughs> There's this. I don't live in the boondocks. There's fucking tons of people around. Uh, one road near me, they said, get, uh, just a regular surface street gets 22,000 cars on it a day. Yeah, so what you're really trying to tell us is that you're low-key stalking someone and you're just trying to cover your tracks now. Uh, I have no clue how that would work. If so, I'm motherfucking amazing. Uh, apparently, my guess would be there's someone else who is just as regimented about uh, their leaving as I am, their times and such. For me, it's I, the earliest I can punch out is t uh, three minutes before the top of the hour. And my relief normally gets here 15 minutes early to give us lots of over overlap time to you know, so I can tell her wherever she needs to know and all that good stuff. Since she's prompt, that normally leaves me like five minutes before, uh, five, sometimes even 10 minutes before I have to punch out ready to go. So I'll walk around the club, talk to my buddies, this, that, and the other, and then, and then punch out at exactly three minutes to the top of the hour. So apparently somebody else has got this going on too. That's the only way I could possibly be running into someone on the road that often. So you're saying there's somebody else that's that psychotic and neurotic it's entirely possible <laughs> good for that but, but anyways i blather on about stuff that doesn't really matter much uh what do you got today sir uh so first one and this will be just kind of a quick one but did you see that uh the green berets have their first woman soldier shit that was one of my topics <laughs> yes i did notice that um do you um agree with the current OG theory that they took it easier on her to make sure that she passed? That seems unlikely to me. I kind of doubt it. Like, when you get into these special forces units, there's not much of that. Like, if you take, like, basic... Well, I was going to see say, like, basic training as in basic training, not basic training the thing. Right. Like, <laughs> yes, I could absolutely see them, you know, having slightly easier, you know, women's standards. I believe they but do. If you start talking the SEALs or the Green Berets or the Rangers, like, yeah, they're not going to take it easy on fucking anyone. Yeah, I, exactly. That's why I was surprised when I saw it. I, I always thought it'd be the exact opposite. For the most part, I don't think they want them to pass. Well, yeah, that, like, they are there to fucking weed out anyone that shouldn't be making it. So right, they, right. I don't think they give a fuck what gender you are. No, not if they're doing it right. But as I was gonna say, if there's any bias at all, it'd be in the opposite direction. These old school people that don't believe a woman should be in there. So I could see possibly that kind of bias trying to prevent women from getting in. I can't really see in a military setting the, the opposite being true. Them lowering the standards and letting them squeak by on things when they really shouldn't. Uh, but but the yeah you know, the theory is because of the entire uh, new uh, social the uh, thing going on where the it's the politically correct thing to let them in. Uh, but I, as you mentioned, I don't really buy that theory. Yeah, same here. I, I'm with you. Like, it, if that's an OG theory, it's fucking wrong. Like, that's not something that they would be doing in a in a unit like that. Yeah, you would assume so. Have you ever watched? Have you ever checked out their some of those uh, um, training programs? Yeah, I've seen some of it. Obviously, the seals is like the kind of the gold standard for absolutely fucking people up. Um, there was a good documentary years and years ago that followed one of the, the SEALs classes. And that was an interesting watch. There was a series on, I can't remember what TV show it was on, but the entire series was about different special forces training. Uh, and each episode was a different one. So Navy SEALs, uh, Green Beret, um, Army Rangers. Uh, I think like there's a, um, not the National Guard, is it? Is it a National? No. Um, there was like a special medical school type one for that. So basically you're special forces, but you're also a medic. Um, and there's been several different, uh, other types of schools that aren't as well known, but still one of those technical, you know, fucking special training courses. And they were all to varying degrees, uh, nightmarish, I imagine to go through uh, Some of them were obviously either easier than others. Uh, but all of them were, it was a really interesting show just to watch all the different techniques, uh, that they had for like weeding people out. Cause it was all a lot of it to the same purpose. Uh, they spent most of them spent several weeks trying to beat the fuck out of you before they even bothered to teach you anything. Well, I mean, that's the thing. You got to get people and you got to break them down and you got to build them up from square one. And then there's the entire idea of like, 
if you are taking this on and this is what you're going to do with your life, you're going to have to learn to just embrace the suck. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, uh, um, and it's funny cause in basic training and you know, like regular basic training, they're not really trying to teach you shit. It's the entire thing is, is basically trying to weed you out. I mean, they have you do courses and they teach you like, Oh, you know, the proper way to shoot a gun supposedly. And, uh, you know, and they have you throw a grenade and there's you know, a, a book called, I think it was called smarts, which is a really big, uh, a, a thick little book is only about, um, four inches by four inches, but it was like a half an inch thick. So it was a, this little manual about all the stuff that you needed to know to be an army soldier. And I kept it for years and years and years. And I lost track of it maybe 10 or 15 years ago. Um, and you supposedly you were supposed to know all that shit, but not really <laughs> the there, there's basic stuff that, you know, uh, that they want you to know how to do. But I imagine 80% of you will never use after basic training again, at least in a regular situation. You know, like how often does the army, average army uh, soldier have to, you know, learn how to put up the two man pup tent between the, you know, him and his bunk mate, uh, bunky uh, to you know be able to sleep in the uh, overnight in the field and where you need to know where each and every piece uh, goes inside the tent and you know where this the bedroll goes here and this goes there and this goes there i imagine in the actual army days when you're on a base and depending on what your mos is most of those people don't use most of that shit again but you realize why that's a thing right Oh yeah, yeah. Just because you know, you never know. It's a war. You know, you, you, the guy that was at one point a, a, a army clerk in an office has now fucking got a rifle in his hand because it's World War fucking three, and it's basically any man that they can put out in the field or, or some shit like that. Well, I imagine. No, it's also the fact that they are teaching you that you have to be able to competently work as a team. You have to be able to remember step-by-step right. step instructions it has nothing to do with the you know that actual task like yes you may actually use it but it's ingraining how to think like that's really what they're doing during basic is yes you're gonna have to recall a bunch of shit that doesn't matter to anyone but they're conditioning you to remember that every detail matters Right, right. And that's what I meant when I said that, you know, they're not teaching you shit. Basically, they're just trying to weed out the people that aren't they aren't supposed to be in the army by doing that, because there are people that aren't going to fit into that system. And that's basic training is where they get rid of them. Uh, and then after then, then AIT, advanced individual training, was they, where is where they actually start teaching you about what the fuck you're actually going to do in the army. Um, you know, at that point, they start. Uh, well, and of course, not all those skills are going to transfer over to the civilian world. But uh, if you're smart, you picked one that would. Uh, I wasn't smart. I picked one that wasn't. <laughs> I picked uh, uh, MLRS, which is multiple multiple launch rocket systems. I wanted to drive around basically a tank, but instead of having a, a turret on the top of it, it had a whole bunch of fucking missiles you shot at people because I make poor choices. Well, that and the fact if you wouldn't have gotten kicked out, like you probably would have never actually done that because I don't think your body could fit in a tank for long periods of time. You would think that they uh, would... Uh have uh, thought about that before they uh, they actually hired me for it. They do have, uh, you know, different, uh, what's what I was looking for, standards that they check for, I would think. I know they do now, at least for the Air Force. You know, uh, they used to only let uh, certain height people in. Uh, now they uh, will let you in, but they only you only qualify for certain uh, pilot jobs because they've measured every fucking cockpit in, that they had. And now they when you try to join the Air Force, they do a measurement of you compare that to those measurements and then they tell you which fucking aircraft you are able to fly in the air force. Yeah. That's what you would think. And then you would get deployed and then all of a sudden it would be, you know, private J infantry. <laughs> well, uh, yes and no. I mean, uh, they can't do that in the air force. The air force doesn't have an infantry. Uh, well, but, you weren't uh, in the air force though. Right, right, right. I'm talking right. for your choice. Like you would end up getting there and be like, "Yeah, no, infantry, go at it." Hmm. Well, I think that they have they have some safeguards against that, at least in peacetime, uh, where they, uh, um, because they, I, I don't, I wouldn't think so. Because for for example, the uh, MOS that I picked, they give you a signing bonus for that. Uh, I never got it because you have to finish AIT for it. Um, so I'm assuming they wouldn't, you know, send you to uh, uh, something that you don't qualify for while paying you money for it. Maybe the room, yeah. maybe, I don't know, maybe they're roomier than we think. Yeah, I, I highly doubt it, Jay. But regardless, <laughs> you didn't make it anyhow, so. Yay! I mean, not say yay, but yeah. Say la vie, such is life. What else do you got, sir? 
Um, so this one is just fucking irritating. Uh, did you see who may have gotten like over $3.5 billion of the, uh, the PPP loans? No, this one I missed. Well, what are we talking about? So, you know, the loans that went out uh, at the same time that the stimulus bill went out, there was a organization that pulled in over 3.5 or allegedly around $3.5 billion in loans, at least 1.4 that have already been verified. Mm. That absolutely should not be getting fucking taxpayer funds. Any guesses who it could be? Um, well, is it Pepsi? No, the Catholic Church. Ah, uh, well, that would have definitely been my second guess. Jesus, uh, I did I miss something? Are we not supposed to be? You know, is there? Are there? Aren't they supposed to be not businesses? They don't have to pay taxes. All that good shit. Yeah, so they're completely tax exempt, but apparently they found fucking little loopholes here and there to pull in billions of dollars out of the settlement or out of the uh, stimulus package. Hmm. Pretty fucking awesome, huh? No, not really. And I try to temper my comments about that because I think, as we've mentioned before, I'm not religious, um, never have been, and I, you know, I've really never been in a, a fucking church really. So I, I don't really feel like I can judge people on, uh, you know, on their beliefs and stuff like that, but that seems not cool. You know? Um, yeah. I, I, regardless if it's the church or anything else that's tax exempt, you should not be getting fucking taxpayer funds. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's 100% true. Um, it's, uh, the, I don't, it's, that's an entire, I don't understand why they don't have to pay taxes. They're a business. That's, you know, I mean, it's not like, uh, it's not like they, uh, don't, you know, collect money from people and are employed. I mean, it's not a volunteer service. All, you know, all these clergy people get paychecks, I assume. Yeah. This is the thing. The Catholic church brings in billions of dollars every year and they don't get taxed a goddamn thing because they are tax exempt. So now here they are taking these fucking loans to, you know, pay people or whatever the fuck they're actually doing with the money from taxpayer funds. So they don't contribute and they're taking out. Right, exactly. And, you know, um, they're more than welcome to do whatever they like. But you, that's, you can't have it both ways, really. The, either one or the other. Either Either you're part of that system or you're not part of that system. But we don't make those rules, so there's probably not much use getting all worked up about it. It's still completely fucked. Just like, if you think about it, like there were some examples of some of the pieces on here. So like, uh, it, there was one church in Orange County in California that just put up a fucking sparkling class cathedral. It was a $70 million church and they got at least 3 million in loans. Jeez. Well, for glass cleaner, I assume. Apparently something, but yeah, it's just, and there's a bunch of these, like a bunch of these examples. And it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous that you have these mega churches that bring in billions of dollars and then they're taking loans that really were meant for small businesses and they don't even pay taxes. Yep. Yep. As I mentioned before, you know, people's religious religion is their own business. I, I kind of wish I was religious. It seems like it's a great comfort to some people, but the, that entire thing is a different thing. That's not religion. That's finances, you know, and that's, you know, that's people for nangling for shit that they probably shouldn't be getting. So, which doesn't seem very churchy to me, by the way. No, I'm with you on that. Uh, but yeah, so just uh final thought on that one. Absolutely. Fuck them. <laughs> yes. What else you got, sir? Uh, so this is an interesting one and it absolutely sucks for the, the guy that it happened to. So there was an American sprinter um, he runs the 200 meter mm -hmm. and he thought that he broke Usain Bolt's world record. Oh my, it's quite the achievement. Why was he mistaken? Well, it turns out that they set him up at the wrong depth in his lane. So oh. he actually only ran 185 meters. Ah. <laughs> uh. That's such a letdown. I mean, realistically speaking, though, he had to knew, known something was up, right? Because that's a substantial difference. So obviously his normal time was nowhere near uh, 
you know, Bolt's uh, record time. So he just figured he was extra fast that day? It, he must have, because he came in uh, two-tenths of a second faster than the world record. Oh, my. So he beat it by a, a little bit. bit. When you think about, like, a sprint. Yeah. But, yeah, so he, uh, I mean, he ran the race. He had to assume that he was at the right, you know, at the right depth. So he does the sprint. He wins the race, shows up on the fucking board the time, and everybody's congratulating him for a world record. You know, somebody <laughs> went back and, like, looked at it, and it was like, oh, yeah. You only ran 185 meters there, bud. I hope they he at least found out before he left the uh, meet that he didn't get the thing. Can you imagine that? He, they had call him the next day. You know, he wakes up from uh, his fucking hangover from partying the fucking night night around night night away rather. You know, telling everybody he just won, broke the world record, calling all the media outlets, telling the people everyone how awesome he is. He wakes up the next day. Yeah, we were wrong. Hope you didn't tell anybody yet. Yeah, that whole thing. I, at, at least he didn't go out and like get a tattoo that night. <laughs> yeah, not like Shia LaBeouf. Huh. Yeah, that idiot. Yeah, that's just amazing, dude. Uh, you don't. I mean, yeah, he, he's uh committed to his craft, but what about his next fucking role? Basically, he has to play the rest of his career for sure, Don, uh, covered in makeup or CGI if they want it bad enough. So that's a, that's a really, really, uh, um, fucking, uh, you know, poor choice on his behalf. It really limits his career somewhat. Don't you think? Well, I mean, it doesn't, he's a big enough name that it's not going to stop anything. Like think of other guys, like think of who has a bunch of tattoos. Like think of, think of the rock. Oh yeah. Like biggest action star. And he has a fucking entire sleeve on one arm and his other arm is like he has a giant tattoo on the other arm now too. So, I mean, they have to do the same thing with him quite a bit. Obviously, yeah, he's a little yeah. bit higher tier now as far as making money than Shia LaBeouf. Right. But fuck that guy. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Fucking, um, I uh, just still still think it's a poor choice, uh, just because it limits his career a little bit. But whatever, right? Uh, let's see. What you got, sir? Uh, so a couple other things. Uh, here's an here's kind of a, a no shit headline. So federal officials are worried that uh, that Maxwell chick, Epstein's friend, oh, yeah, uh -huh. is a suicide risk. No, you don't say. Yeah, so they're just coming right out. Like they're getting they're getting the excuse out there, nice and ready. Well, yeah, I would assume so, right? <laughs> yeah, the actual, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, the lawyers came out for her talking about how she's not Epstein and that she intends to fight everything because she's innocent. But then the feds come back and say, yeah, she's a suicide risk. I don't know, dude. Fucking, they can't, they, like we talked about that before, they can't be that blatant, right? There's no way hey, they're, they're setting the stage. So either she's going to end up suicided or she's going to magically get COVID and just go downhill real, real fast. I refuse to believe that I really do. You know, um, I really hope that uh, that's not how our world is. I talked about that before that it's, I don't want to live in a world where that's a fucking thing. You know? Yeah. I, you don't you don't want to think it's it's a possibility, but if you believe Epstein didn't kill himself, like you know, if she has that much information, eh, she might you know take a take an accidental fall and stab herself in the back eight times. God, that's so crazy. It's like a movie, dude. Fucking you know. Um, and that's why I said I don't want to live in a world like that because if that's the what the real world is like, then fucking it's. Uh, God, so many other things could be like real too. That's now you're talking about like, you know, the uh, old conspiracy theory thing. If that's true, how many other conspiracy theories are true? Right. Yeah. And, and it probably is. Um, and then also, Jay, did you see my note in the chat? Yeah, I took a, a screenshot. You could, yeah, I can't see anything, dude. Uh, all, all I'm seeing is some idiot pop into the listeners back and forth. The chat box is not, not being affected any. Oh, it is for everyone else. So every I time he joins, that shows. 
Yeah, it, they, they was doing that yesterday, but now I can't even see that. You know, so I don't really know what to do about that. I've already got him blocked. Yeah. He can't. So he can't. Uh, also, go into his profile and get that information as well. He doesn't. Like it's, the actual link there, to his profile. There's nothing there, dude. Uh, but uh, I'll get. Yeah, but I'll do that. Yeah, and then go ahead and just send that along. We'll see if uh, we can't just get him off of the platform. Yeah, boy, won't that be a, won't, wouldn't that be a bummer for him, huh? All right, well, give me a second. I already got one screenshot. Let me go ahead and save this one as well. If not, it'll also obviously be, you know, out on the YouTube feed too, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, there you go. That's done. I'll take care of that after the show is over. So, uh, and and with that, we should probably actually say like another story here that you know there's this really weird little guy that goes by the name of Forrest Spliffin that also is probably a suicide risk because he's not getting his attention. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, huh? Uh, it's uh, I don't know, dude. It's fucking weird. It's like he flipped a switch and turned into a fucking weirdo. He wasn't well. He wasn't like that at first. He seemed like a cool guy, and all of a sudden he went like cray cray. I don't know, dude. Some people just need attention. I I know this. I'm one of them, but I don't like be an are, asshole. Are you gonna to, say hi to, to Sly, it. by the way? Because I, I oh. see him as having called in. Oh, I'm sorry, boss. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I was doing all this stuff. Oh, hey, Sly, how you doing, boss? I'm good. I was just waiting my turn. I was just, you know, I, I was doing everything but cartwheels in the chat, you know, trying to get your attention. But Ryan, yeah. Ryan, Ryan informed you, we can't even chat because it's like being spammed. Well, you see, you know, I saw that. I saw that. Forrest has gone, you know, full blown, you know, mania here. Yeah, well, you see, there's nothing else I can do. Yesterday, I could see them doing that. Now I see him popping up on the listener thing, but I've already got him blocked. He can't post in the thing. So all he's doing he, is logging in and logging back out again. And I'm telling you, somebody has a way to log people out because me and Drag got logged out, you know, forcefully. I have no clue, dude. You know, it, it told when me I, I was kicked. Yeah, no, you know, I have no. I can't speak on that, dude. I when I click on him, that my option is like, I, I'll, let me click on uh, fucking like there he is again. Let me click on him. My my yeah, options that's are. What, hit, I mean, more, I my options normally, are look at the profile, unblock him, or add him as administrator. That's the options that I have. So I wouldn't know about being able to uh, kick somebody off. That doesn't give me that option. Yeah, I could be wrong, but. Uh, the, I mean, I'm sure you're probably we should have just let him have some fun to begin with. And he oh, fuck that guy, dude. I'm, I'm tired this. of him being a fucking baby, dude. He's he's been doing this for fucking weeks. And I let and I and I played along for a while because, like I said, I thought it was an OK dude. I didn't realize why he was doing what he was doing. But I went ahead and went ahead and let him go. But the last couple of weeks, he's just being an asshole. So I'm done with it. We'll go ahead and report him to uh, Podbean afterwards. I've already got. Give this, him a uh, chance first things. before you do that, because no, he, I, he, dude, might, he had he, might... he had fucking several hundred chances. I we I posted a whole bunch of times asking him why why uh, he had the attitude that he did, and I, basically I asked him what the fuck I did wrong. I was like, dude, what what's up, dude? You don't like me all of a sudden? What's your problem? But you know, there's nothing else I can do about that. And, and I just don't want to see him keep doing this or get worse because, like, you know, two guys I know just joined. Mm -hmm. You know, Team Evil bad guy and Rock G. You know, uh, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna scare off everybody that likes to come here is what I'm saying. Yeah, and some people are saying it's not Forrest. It doesn't matter if it's Forrest. Uh, whoever uh, the uh, guy who's doing it right now is the guy I've got blocked. So I don't care about fuck who you are, dude. <laughs> and with his with his behavior on the OG like these past couple days, it's it's a hundred percent Forrest. Yeah, I think so too. Well, at, at this point, that doesn't matter to me. It, it could be two separate people or one separate person. I don't give a fuck either way. Both of them are being assholes, so I'm done playing around with them. Uh, I'm sure Podbean will be able to help me out on the Podbean section. On the OG section, I've already ignore, ignored the guy, so I uh, don't really give a shit about him there either. So either way, it will be a good time. Uh, so what else you got there, Ryan? All right, ah, cool. Well, I'm going to hey, hang up now. Good good to see you guys. Yeah, good to talk to you, Sly. Man. And guys in the chat, Team Evil, Rock. Uh, Ruthie, DeJuicer, all the regulars. All right, bye, guys. Yeah, so for all the good people, and obviously Sly falls into this, we will do what we can to get rid of the absolute idiots trying to ruin your experience. Yeah, because basically uh, it's your that's show, really guys. all I got to say about that. Like, yeah. That's the thing. Like, I can just not pay attention to the chat, and, like, I won't see any of this shit. But, like, I want you guys to, like, enjoy your time here, which you do. So whoever it is, like... Everyone should kind of just figure their pieces of shit. 
should probably go run directly into traffic. <laughs> oh, don't let it get to you too much, dude. I'm used to this kind of shit. Uh, they crave on attention. So that, and that's why I left it alone for quite a while. Uh, but, and now that's why I'm going to leave it alone after this. So uh, just in closing, go fuck yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So what else you got, Moss? So I, I think we're really limiting what countries we can go to uh, because I just saw today there is a man. Uh, he's one of the 123 executions so far this year in Iran. He is getting executed for drinking alcohol. Oh, for Iran, huh? Okay. Yeah. Um, that seems excessive. They don't allow that at all there, huh? Yeah, Iran has executed a prisoner for the crime of drinking alcohol despite repeating warning, repeated warnings against it. Wow. Well, goddamn, dude, I, they warned him, right? <laughs> just think of this, though. So, like, this guy got killed for drinking, and we just set people on probation for having kitty porn. Rapists serve less than 10 years. And this guy got the death penalty for a bottle of scotch. Uh, God, at least I hope it was at least good scotch. Holy shit, right? If that's his drink of choice. I don't know exactly what Iranians prefer as far as drinks. So I, I'm betting it's probably not good scotch, actually. <laughs> that's dude. I mean, dude, I, I just feel sad, you know, um, that, uh, there are countries like that, dude. So no one should have to live like that. I mean, you know, if the guy wants to drink, let him drink. You know, we take our, a lot of our freedoms for granted. Uh, cause you know, people are like, Oh, we're not nearly as free as we used to be. Well, it's a comparative thing. I mean, look at that. The people in that country, I'm sure some of them are perfectly fine with it, but there's tons and tons and tons of people suffering in countries like that where that's not really their thing, but they don't have any choice. Right. It's just, it's, some of these like weird like punishment and law systems are just so fucking out of whack. Like, how do things like that happen? I I don't I don't know. Um, hold on a second. No little dog. Go on, go on. You can't be in my lap right now. Go go bug your mama. Sorry. <laughs> it. Uh, I don't know, dude. Fucking. Uh, I, it's hard for me to comprehend because you know we live in a country where that's not even close to you know, what's going on around here. So I, I, I don't know, dude, fucking, uh, it's, that's just fucked up really. Well, also in new, in the news of fucked up, and this is more just like, how can this actually be a thing? Uh, remember a few weeks ago, we talked about like a fact check that had to be done. That was just absolutely ridiculous and dumb, but yeah. here comes the newest one there. There had to be a fact check put out that the uh, little metal strip that is in medical masks mm -hmm. is not actually a 5G antenna. Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, okay. so apparently this is going around social media. I don't know if you've seen it or not. Um, you seem to have some pretty idiotic people on your Facebook, so this may pop up at some point. No, But there's yeah, this no video circulating around. Uh, where a man claims that the metal strip is a 5G antenna, and of course, it was 5G that causes COVID. Oh, I see now. That's brilliant. I never suspected. You know, fucking, it's a good thing that most people don't even wear the medical ones, and the people that wear the ones with this strip in it are actual fucking nurses and doctors. So, um, I see their plan is to spread the COVID to the medical profession first, and from there to us brilliant yeah i i don't know what it is but we seem to get more and more of this absolute ridiculousness like all the time like are people getting dumber or is it just the fact that we now have access to so much information that you can find someone that will agree with anything so then you can just embolden your absolutely incorrect like feelings about things. You okay there, Jay? It sounds like you're furiously typing. I am furiously typing. <laughs> that sounds uh, like yeah. some angry keystrokes. Oh no, those are my normal ones. Sorry, I'm I'm uh 
reading the uh, chat for a moment. Um, yeah, and there's so many stupid people out there. That doesn't really surprise me. Uh, and not all of them are in my Facebook feed. That's not, not fair, by the way. <laughs> um, I don't know, dude. Fucking, that's, I think that's my uh, theme today. I don't know. Fuck. Well, what else you got, sir? Um, let's see. What well, One piece of good news, and this will just be a second. Mm-hmm. But piece of good news, Jorge Masvidal weighed in and made weight this morning. Mm-hmm. So championship fight is ready to go. Uh, two people on the card missed weight. They were just undercard guys, so who really cares? But hmm. Fight Island is a fucking go. You know, I've been thinking about it, uh, watching the different interviews and stuff, and I'm not sure if I like Masvidal. Uh, what's this deal with him calling... Uh, uh, Usman fake. Everyone's called Usman fake. So uh, that actually regard? started with Ben Askren. In what so, regard? Like, I, I don't. Usman I don't get takes, it. So Usman has taken kind of this whole thing about like he's like, and I don't want to go too much like into part of it, but like he he puts on this act now as being this like super tough guy, like pretty much straight from Africa, like all of this shit. And he's been here forever. He used to be known instead of Kamaru Usman, everybody knew him as Marty. He's from like Nebraska back when he like started wrestling. So like, yeah, he's been, apparently he's kind of a, a kind of a two faced person in that regard. As far as like, he was pretty much one way up until he got like famous, famous. Right, now right. he's just this complete other person. Oh, and if you oh, think okay. the people that are closest to it, like Covington used to be in the same gym as him. Masvidal used to be in the same gym as him. Askren knew him as a wrestler. Like these are all people that were close enough to him that when they say that like, this guy is, you know, he's kind of two faced, he's kind of fake. Like I would put stock into it. I wouldn't necessarily put stock into it if I heard it once. But when you seem to hear it from everyone, it's more than likely the truth. Hmm. And he's That's a great fighter. I don't have anything against him. But like, if I hear Masvidal come out and say he's fake, like that's something I've repeatedly heard about the guy. So I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to shit on Masvidal with that. Oh well, that changes things a little bit. I, I suppose I was colored by my previous slight dislike of the guy, anyways. I just don't like how, how he interviews. He always seems fucking mean. <laughs> like he's not a nice dude, really. Well, I mean, he, this dude grew up in fucking Miami. He he started fighting on fucking undercards of, you know, Kimbo YouTube videos. Like, of anyone. Like, if you think about, like, the... Uh, so think about the Diaz brothers, right? Like, you actually listen to them and everything. Like, they don't sound like the, that nice of dudes either. No, that's correct, yeah. But like they are like they're super sincere. Like that's that is them. And that's one of the things that kind of endears them to people is even the fact that yeah, they might not sound like the nicest guy out there, but goddamn, do they seem genuine? And that's almost kind of like a selling point. That's the same thing with Mazadol. Like you you kind of you get what you see with him. Like he's not going to be the two-faced guy. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of that myself. This, you know, like his entire, oh, super necessary, like his entire hashtag war on Twitter. You know, that's, I was like, man, really? That's, uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess I tie too much of my interest in fighting to the different fighters' personas. So, like, when it's a dude that I wouldn't like to be hang out with in real life, it makes me hard to be a, a fan of him as a fighter. Well, I mean, he's wrote it to being, like, he might be the biggest star in mixed martial arts right now with, you know, McGregor have having been away and like the super necessary thing. The funny part is, is like even Ben Askren likes it. Like he appreciates what Masvidal is doing and super necessary came from the extra shots that he got in on Ben Askren. Like if you're able to convert someone that you just absolutely, you know, battered, like you're doing something right. Or Askren's smart enough not to be a bitch after that and realize it doesn't help his brand any. The thing is, though, is is Askren's a good enough shit talker that if he wanted to take the other route, he absolutely could. But like he sees it as well, and like I, I think the overall 
the overall opinion of Masvidal of like taking the last probably like two years of his career, like a lot of people are coming around on him and, and love the fact that like, it just seems like he's a genuine dude. Like this is him. Yeah, I suppose. You know, uh, and, uh, Homelander pointed out that he made, he made weight just like, uh, he I assumed he would. Um, and, uh, which surprised me a little bit because 20 pounds is a lot of, uh, is a lot of weight to take off in short notice. Well, and especially when he just got out of, so like, number one, it was what, like Sunday that he flew into Vegas, got his test, passed, then has to fly all the way to Abu Dhabi, gets there on, what was it, Monday, Tuesday, whatever it was, then has to be quarantined to his hotel room for two days, and then can actually, like, you know leave his hotel room like this guy was at a huge disadvantage of being able to like have a normal cut hmm. well and i guess 20 pounds isn't a it isn't a huge huge amount for that weight class but still the, but under the circumstances it was a lot in in yeah in a couple days you know cutting 10 percent of your body weight that's not easy to do like i've had to do cuts like that before and you you feel like shit hmm so he'll definitely be at a disadvantage tomorrow. Yeah, like, and, and I think he probably realized this, and you hear him when he was talking about, like, the fight going into it. Like, I think he's going to be out there and try to end it as quickly as he can. And if he mm. can't, then Usman is going to be, be like, he's going to wrestle fuck him a bit. But, like, if that fight goes more than two rounds, like, I don't think Masvidal has any chance of winning it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it is being a five rounder. Nah, not that he's completely unfamiliar with that now, since he did the entire bad motherfucker belt for five rounds. Oh, well, I don't think go. Didn't it didn't go five rounds? Did it? Wait, I can't remember. Was no, it a decision? No, no, no. They stopped. Remember, they stopped it because of how uh, Diaz was cut up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because that's because when, whenever that happens, uh, Diaz's brother says he didn't actually lose. Wait, but that, and that's one of the crazy things about the Diaz brothers is like doesn't matter how cut up they are. Those fuckers are still going to go. That kind of right. sucked that they stopped it. Like, yes, I can see why they stopped it, whatever. But it would have been fun to keep going because, like, he wasn't ready to stop. And he wasn't right. getting stopped. So, yeah, it was, I was right, right. too bad. Right. And, you know, it, it's just, uh, yeah, it is too bad because I understand where they're coming from. But, like, if it's bleeding into your eyes, it becomes a safety concern. But... On the other hand, if the, if the fighter doesn't want to stop and he doesn't have any problem with it, well, then let him keep going, dude. That's To me, that's a little more realistic. You know, if it's a safety concern where he's going to fucking bleed out right there in the fucking cage, yeah, go ahead and stop it. But I didn't realize, like, they don't stop, you know, well, they or how they'll stop it if, like, a eye swells up really bad. I don't think they should stop those fights. Not if the fighter wants to keep fighting. Uh, fucking, I'm blind in one eye, so I start out every fight like that. So, uh, I mean, would they? I assume they just wouldn't let me fight in the UFC, huh? Yeah, I don't think he would be cleared. Uh, didn't Michael Bisbing did it, but didn't he say something about like fucking having to trick the doctor or something? Yeah, it sounded like he was yeah having to do some do some shit to kind of get around that. That's why he never came out and said it until he retired. That yeah, I I can't see out of an eye. Like, yeah. We all knew one of his eyes was fucked up, but like I don't think any of us knew that it was like fucking blind in an eye level. Right, right. I uh, see. That's what I mean. Uh, fucking, um, and he he was able to fight professionally with one eye and and win fights. So I think that stopping a fight because of impaired vision is not really like a legit stoppage. You know, uh, in the in the real world, that these MMA fights are somewhat simulating. That shit doesn't happen, obviously. Uh, so as long as the fighter's willing to go on with it, I don't think they should stop it for shit like that. Well, and if you were watching the fight, right? Like the longer that fight goes, the better Diaz ends up looking. Like that's kind of their mo anyway. And yeah, like he wasn't he wasn't that close to getting stopped. It wasn't like he was out there just taking a ton of damage and not dealing anything back. So, yeah, I could absolutely see a world where hey, let him go back out there. But hey, I guess that's not it's not the way that the sport is governed right now. So hey, it is what it is. Wasn't there a rumor that Nick Diaz actually had surgery to remove scar tissue so that he wouldn't get cut up as bad? It was the same thing that Vanderlei got. Oh, was it? So that actually happened, huh? Yeah, like that is absolutely a thing. Wow, that's crazy. 
fix some of that scar tissue. Also, like, there are even people out there that have gotten some, like, reconstructive surgery. Like, some people that are naturally more prone to cuts. Mm -hmm. Like, just based on their bone structure, there are surgeries you can do for that, too. Like, really anything you can do to make it to where, you know, you're not going to get busted wide open when someone hits you twice. Wow. I, w I wonder if that means I'd bleed easily, because I've got a whole bunch of facial scars. Uh, some of them fairly large. Um, like larger than larger than you see on the MMA fighters anyway. So uh, does that mean like if someone busted me in my cheek really good, that thing would split open or something? If you have a bunch of scar tissue on your cheek, absolutely. Yeah, it's like on the side of my cheek, you know, like, uh, well, you've seen where the scar is. I, I posted pictures before. So that thing where that could, could open up, huh? That's kind of scary. That's a big fucking scar. Well, yeah, <laughs> build up the scar tissue there and it's right over a bone. Like, yeah, if someone keeps tagging you there you are more more apt to to get huh. cut open like okay. someone gives you a really good elbow to the cheek yeah you're probably gonna yeah. be cut to hell huh well it's a little below it's it's a little it's a little below the eye socket you know well you've seen where it is so it's it's not like it doesn't feel like there's bone directly under it but obviously if you, they hit me hard enough that'd be fucking it huh yeah i mean it's a thing Uh, do, 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 do. Give me half a second. I'm going to save screenshot again. Do, 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 do. You know, I do almost all of my editing on, on MS Paint. It's kind of it's kind of sad, really. Um, that doesn't surprise me at all. Like, really? That definitely seems like a you thing. Not you know, <laughs> like not necessarily utilizing Photoshop. Oh no, no, no! That's way too complex for me. No, I, uh, I. Uh, often take screenshots of my uh, computer because I play Magic the Gathering and like uh, when you get a badass win you want to show your friends uh, so like I'll occasionally uh, take a picture and then post it on the uh, Magic the Gathering like thread on the OG so I'm that's about the one of the things I know how to do you fucking nerd <laughs> Magic the Gathering god damn yeah, that's a fun game dude it, uh, you know everyone's got to have their hobby so I play it online I don't play the paper game I've told you about that before yeah, and it's still it it it's as pathetic as it always was. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Uh, I wish I would have kept my cards from when I when I used to play the actual card game back in like the nineties and early two thousands. Those are worth a, a fuckload. Yeah, how did that become a thing? Were they that oh, what, rare? E yes and no. Um, it see the thing is, you know, just like it, okay, it's it's like collecting baseball cards except you play a game with the baseball cards most people didn't have the foresight to like not play with their cards especially when when it first came out and no one realized that it was going to be like a collectible card game because that wasn't a thing i uh, you know it was just a new idea it's kind of like playing D D almost but it's with the uh, cards and there's there's more to it or less to it however you want to look at it uh but so people would buy these cards, open up packs and make decks and play each other. And no one thought to think that 20 years later, this thing is going to be worth a shitload of money. So most of the older cards are gone either through play or, you know, get thrown away or whatever. And then once people realized that they were starting to be worth something, you know, um, it changed the complexity of it. So that's why the, you know, the newer the car is card is the less it's worth because it's way more likely that someone saved that fucker. Uh, now, and there were people that realized that they were, might be worth something. And so they do everything from like, you know, not playing them at all or like putting like little plastic sheets on all the cards or some shit like that, you know, to protect them from play. But the vast majority of them just fucking played with them. Yeah, I, I still just don't get how they became so goddamn collectible and expensive. Huh? Yeah, some it, nerds have a lot of money, huh? Yeah, which is funny because uh, comic books, have, with the exception, a rare exception, have kind of went the opposite direction. Most comic books aren't worth shit. And don't get me wrong, most magic cards aren't worth shit either. Uh, but like, I have a deck of cards from back, that I saved from back when I was uh, playing, and there's like four cards in it that, if they were in mint condition, I think are worth like about two hundred and fifty bucks each. Uh, even in poor condition, that one deck of sixty cards I have, because uh, it is in poor condition, I played with all that shit, is probably worth about a thousand bucks. It's just nutty. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, yeah, I guess same thing with like the other shit, right? Like, aren't Pokemon cards worth a fucking shit ton too? I would assume so. I was never into that, so I never followed pricing. But Pokemon's even way more uh, popular than uh, Magic the Gathering, so I would assume so. Um, a lot of it depends on 
when it broke, if people realized that it was going to be collectibles, like for example, that's why uh, cabbage patch kids aren't worth shit because everyone thought they were going to be worth shit. So they went out and bought a ton of them and collected them or like beanie babies, same thing. Beanie babies aren't worth fucking nothing. There might be a couple of really rare examples that might be worth something, but all those people that spent thousands of dollars on their beanie ba- baby collection, thinking that they'd be able to sell it later, lost all their fucking money. Cause a whole bunch of other people did it at the same time. Uh, collectibles are all about all about supply and demand. If their supply is too hard, too high in the start, there's never going to be a demand for it. Holy shit, Jay! That that's called economics. Exactly. Well, you know, to answer your question on the magic thing, there was not much of a supply, and because the game game became more and more popular, a pretty high demand for it, and that's offset by the fact that and this is Magic the Gathering people were pretty smart about this shit. Uh, they decided, you know, to have their what they call tournaments and game nights and to attract people's interest. And what the reality of that was is they wanted people to keep their cards current. So um, they have their standard rule set, you know, because um, again, remember there's magic cards from the nineties that are, uh, so you can't obviously play a game with uh, all that fucking cards. Well, you could, but magic doesn't want you to think you can. So what they have, they have their standard format and it only includes like the last four to eight expansions. And every so often they rotate out the old expansions, which forces anybody that wants to play magic, uh, on, on like a competitive basis to buy the new expansions every single time they came up, uh, come out to keep current. Cause if they wait like a year or two, they can't play with any of their cards. They've all rotated out. So basically it's just nerd heroin. Yeah, yeah. Now, of course, they have something called historic uh, uh, rules where you can use whatever cards you want. Um, and lots of people who play on paper or even on the uh, game do that because that's an option that you have. But if you want to play any of the competitive things like their tournaments or all that good shit, which both in person and online, you can win shit or um, or any kind of competitive nature, you have normally have to play the standard rule set, which means every three to four, basically for every four months, they come out with a new set of cards. Um, and then like, and then once a year they rotate out the four, four old sets. So at any t- any given time you have between four to eight sets to choose from. Like right now we're in a time period where they've released a whole bunch of the new sets, but haven't gotten rid of the old ones yet. So there's eight expansions you can pick from here in September. They're going to add one more expansion and rotate out the four old ones. So all these cards that people have that they've collected for last year or two are going to be worth nothing. Uh, okay. As for, well, as far as playable goes, collector value, they still have value. If you bought the paper ones online, obviously you're just shit out of fucking luck. You have a card that you can't play unless you want to play a certain game type anymore. Uh, but obviously on paper, if you collect it, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What else you got, sir? Um, I don't know. I think I just had a fucking nerd aneurysm. Um, by your very, very in-depth, step-by-step review of how Magic the Gathering works. Well, there you uh, go. I'm nothing if not informative. So, goddamn. Um, really, oh, last thing I have, and this is just some scumbag LAPD shit going on, but did you see that three uh, LAPD officers are going down for, like, 56 felony charges for uh, falsely labeling people as gang members. Oh, shit. Really? Um, Tell me more, sir. Yeah, so there was these three LAPD officers that... So they're getting charged with conspiracy, filing false reports, preparing false documents for court, all sorts of shit. Basically what they did is they just pretty much flagged people as gang members to be able to, you know, either, you know, get easier searches or other shit, but like, yeah, basically just being super fucking corrupt. Jesus. Why? Why would, you know, were were they, were they arresting people and they thought they could get more charges to stick if they labeled as gang members? I mean, is there, did they have ulterior motives where they were making money at this at some point? I don't understand why you'd bother to do that. You already got them arrested. You, you want them more arrested? Or am I not understanding it properly? Yeah, so it doesn't go super in-depth of, like, their their motivation behind it. But I think, like, part of it is, yes, it's going to make it easier to get convictions. It probably made it easier to go and get, you know, like, search warrants and shit like that. 
Like if somebody's, you know, flagged as a gang member, like it's much easier to just to, uh, you know, that pull that person over for questioning and search them and shit like that. Ah, uh, okay. So that's going to sound weird, but their hearts were in the right place. They were trying to arrest criminals. Uh, but yeah, you can't do that shit. You know, the, the entire justice system depends on the cops being honest and uh, shit like that is uh, fucking obviously not helping the cause any. Yeah, it really just sounds like, you know, three corrupt cops, they're probably, they're, they were in the same unit, but it almost seems like, like, honestly, it almost seems like they're, co they were copying, like, the plot of the shield, where they were this kind of, this just team that just kind of renegade, does whatever the fuck they want, and they finally got caught. That's so weird, that's like a movie. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. Like, I don't know how that shit went on, but yeah, those guys are are absolutely fucked. Like I said, it's like over fifty charges of this shit. So uh, they're probably going away for uh, quite a long time. Well, and I think which is also another theme of the show today. Well, good, fuck them. Yeah, and I'm sure that like their prison stay is not going to be fun, considering there's probably people there that they falsely labeled as gang members. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I assume they'd be in protective custody for their entire prison career. I assume. Yeah, they pretty much have to be. Like you, you go in for all that shit. Being a former cop, it's probably not going to be conducive for your health to not be in protective custody. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. Uh, well, but, so uh, you got three minutes for all of your topics that you did uh, for a day. As opposed okay. to me, which I'm not even supposed to be the topic guy. I know. Let me. Okay, let me do it. Uh, uh huh. Uh, well, let's see. Did you see Amazon is banning TikTok for employee phones that, with, that have access to Amazon Mail? That's probably a good call. Yeah, yeah. So basically, it's the United States versus China, the tech wars at this point, because uh, you know they're afraid that it's a security concern, and all employees have until Friday to do so. Well, I mean, it was smart. Like, China was able to come out with an app, just a stupid fucking social media app, and it got a bunch of traction with kids, so everybody ended up using it, using it, and they're just sitting there farming data. Like, it was... Like, you have to give kudos to China on that one. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty smart. Well, and that's, that's the first, not the first time this sort of thing's happened. There's like a a face app rolling around last year that lets you age yourself that everyone said was a horrible idea because, you know, it allowed uh, the, the app to access to all of your personal information. And that just kind of went away after a little while. But so it's not the first time that, you know, people have been releasing apps like that. And the last time I think they thought it was China as well. Well, and you have to think about things, right? Like, so Facebook and Twitter and all these other apps... Like, you have to wonder what they're doing in the background to people in other countries, and really us. Like, we know that they have all of our data. Yeah. Like, yeah. you have to wonder, right? Oh, do you think, like, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what, if they work with the government or not, because uh, I assume it'd be the government that wants to, that kind of information in other countries. Right. But, but again, you don't, you have no idea. Like, some of this stuff could definitely be tied back to, to the government and fucking... Doing all sorts of crazy shit. Oh, God. No, oh, no, now we're back to the shadow government and conspiracies and a crazy world that I don't want to live in. So, once again, I hope not. I hope that shit's not true. Jay, the frogs are gay! Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what, on that note, I think we're going to go ahead and call it like 25 seconds early. What do you think, boss? No, we're, we're going for another minute here. In fact, we're going to go a minute over now. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, I Just got because one. you're a some bitch. Just because I'm a some bitch. Uh, well, here's an interesting one. Did you see that Robert De Niro is apparently running low on money? How is he running low on money? Shouldn't he have just like residuals from fucking everything? Well, uh, supposedly uh, he invested a lot of his money into businesses in the hospitality field, yeah, you know, like restaurants and hotels. Uh, so, despite the fact that he's uh, supposedly worth 500 million um in total right now he's doesn't have any money coming in uh the reason this is pertinent because uh his ex-wife is fucking suing him 
yeah, for several different reasons. One, it's ironic. She she's suing him for two reasons. One, she wants to break the prenup. Uh, the prenup says that she got like a, a six million dollar apartment, a uh, five hundred thousand dollars in cash, and he paid her a million dollars a year in alimony. Uh, the re- but here's the thing: as long as he made fifteen million or more a year. So the reason he's claiming poverty and saying that his lawyer is saying that he only expects to make about 7.5 million this year. So the payments to her should obviously be lowered as per the prenup. She's suing him for that. Plus she wants to break the prenup and get him for half of his two his supposed $500 million. So I think I really only have three words to describe that entire situation. And those mm-hmm. are, Fuck that cunt. <laughs> okay, that's uh, that's kind of what I was thinking, but I didn't want to be unreasonable. Holy shit, dude, you're getting somewhere between $500,000 and a million dollars a year. Uh, normally a million, because obviously on a regular year, uh, good old Robbie is probably making way more than $15 million, but he's claiming he's only going to make about $7.5 million, so she'll probably get about $500,000 a year. Yeah, $500,000 a year is not enough. God damn, dude. As from what I understand, it's not like they were married all that long. Uh, so it's not like she's a, a wife from 20 years that supported him or for 30 or in his case, like 40 or 50 years that supported him through the lean times where he was a struggling actor. You know, she hooked up with him when he was already fucking rich. So that's why there's a prenup. Um, so, and it was, as I consider that a pretty generous prenup, don't you think? Yeah, like, I'm sorry. Like, at that point, you don't deserve shit. You did not help build that fucking fortune at all. Your yeah. goddamn latcher on fucking go be self-sufficient again like a normal human. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, like Once again, that's a pretty generous fucking thing. A, a $6 million apartment? That's got to be a pretty nice apartment. I'm assuming it's in New York, so it's probably not like this, a real $6 million apartment, but it's got to be nice since uh, fucking Robert De Niro had it. Um uh, five hundred thousand dollars in cash that's nice and then another million dollars a year and you're not happy with that holy shit come on now don't get greedy you already won the fucking uh goddamn uh you know lottery basically by marrying that old man <laughs> yeah it's just she really was just out to take advantage of the old dude I would assume so. Okay. I'd have to look back at the circumstances of how long they've been married. If they've been married 20 years, this is a different conversation than if he's married her within the last 10 years, obviously. Yeah. I, I, regardless, that entire fucking that, that situation as it applies to fucking everyone that goes through that shit. Like, it's just so ass backwards the way that we do things. Like, I'm sorry, it should not ever be the situation unless you really are, like, completely cohabitated basically forever and you're both pulling in, you know, half of the lifestyle. It should never be one person gets fucking half. Like, there should be some sort of, like, way to make sure that people are getting kind of their weighted share. Yeah, and as we mentioned, it it, uh, it uh, depends on how long they've been married. Like, I've been married uh, three years now. Clearly, my wife does not deserve half of my house if we get deser- get divorced. Yeah, uh, I've had it for way longer than that. I've been making payments for way, way longer than that. In 10 years, should she get half? Well, probably at that point, right? Or no. or at least, you know, or at least enough that, you know, a substantial amount of it because, you know, she works too. She puts money in the pot. I make more money than she does, but let's not be petty about it. I think after a certain point, she could probably deserve half. Well, I don't know. It dep- I guess the time would de- depend on who you ask. Is 10 years enough or get half? 20 years enough? Depend- how much did, How much more did I bring to the table before, you know, when she married me? I'm, it's not like I was rich, so there wasn't like a ton here to start off with. So, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never been a fan of the, like, person getting half thing. Because most of the time, it... It is. It doesn't work out that way if you actually looked at kind of everyone's lives. But yeah, that's why I'm just not going to get fucking married. Screw that. Shit. <laughs> you know what? I always said that too. I, I never figured I would get married. You know, I, I was uh, a 43 when I got married, so obviously I did it light uh, later in life, and I'm perfectly happy with it, dude. It works out. Uh, works out well for me. Um, I like being married. Uh, it's it's a, it's a comfort to know that I have somebody <laughs> in this crazy world where you can't really trust fucking nobody. I can trust her. I know that. You think so? 
I think, yeah, yeah she, my wife's a sweetheart. Um, she's a weirdo, but she's a sweetheart. I think we've already gone over that, you know, she is secretly a serial, you know, killer. So, yeah, you, you have probably a little bit of time left before your next malady that finally takes you down. <laughs> so we, we were talking, we were joking about that today. We were, we were talking about her credit card again. I said, yeah. She goes, well, if you do, do die on schedule, I will need credit at some point. I'm like, yeah, so you got to think this shit out. <laughs> Goddamn. Well, now yeah. I think we actually are okay to cut it off. Um, All right. We, we did. We went an extra seven minutes. Oh, my. That's right. Seven goddamn minutes. <laughs> Shit. Well, okay. In that case, uh, I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. It's always a pleasure to have you guys here. Uh, hopefully, we'll work on their problems and, and uh, get them resolved. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, it's nice. I do appreciate you guys having, having you guys here, but... This guy doesn't realize we get fucking way more downloads than we get live shit. So he's really, all he's doing is amusing himself for a fucking hour. It doesn't really affect the show any. Um, I would say our live listeners to downloads is basically 10% at this point. So, okay, dude, if you really makes you feel good to do that, go ahead, sir. Uh, but, uh, but regardless, you guys are our core audience and, you know, I would definitely like to uh, fix it if I can. But if not, dude, if, if you guys have to give up and just you know, download the show and listen to it, I completely understand. Uh, we, or, or you can always go to YouTube. Like we also have that live feed going. Oh, uh, so go. if it gets too crazy, you can go over there and at least there, when we have crazy people that pop in, I can ban them there and it doesn't show people joining and leaving. So at least it won't interrupt your chat. There you go. You could always do it that way as well. Uh, but, uh, regardless, I believe we'll get it fixed eventually. Um, if not, you know, like I said, you can always do YouTube or listen to it pre-recorded. Uh, but we'll work out these problems. Uh, other than that, that's all I got. What do you got, Ryan? Uh, yeah, so I got two things. Uh, just kind of a, a piece of housekeeping for tomorrow. So tomorrow we're on at the normal time. Uh, we will kind of be doing a, a pseudo fight companion with Jay until he decides he needs to go to bed. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, mm -hmm. Jay, you can at least stay up till like 8, 8.30, you know, maybe something like that. Uh, but then we'll not, actually we'll cut see. off for a short <laughs> break and then we will come back and I will ride with you fuckers until the end of the fights. So we will have a good old-fashioned OG fight companion where Jorge Masvidal will baptize Kamaru Usman. <laughs> we shall see. What else you got, sir? Uh, the only other thing I can think of and... This really just goes out to the people that actually support the show. I say this in the most loving way possible. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> all right. You guys have a great night. We'll see everyone tomorrow at six. Bye-bye. Hey!